When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, just a quick note before we get the episode started. Uh, This was recorded before we found out the news that Betty White has passed. Uh, We just wanted to take a moment and acknowledge her and acknowledge her incredible career and say thank you for making all of us laugh and um, hopefully she is resting in peace. We couldn't start the episode without acknowledging her. So now, on to the show. On today's episode, finding a little anti-gratitude when you're feeling down, pleasing your family on pennies a day, and LB predicts the future. All that and more on today's episode of Bad Advice with Lori Beth Denberg. Help me out, almighty Lori Beth Denberg. Give me the vital information so I get the right thoughts. Who do yeah? The church of Lori Beth is in session, and we're reading from the scriptures of vital information. My name is Lori Beth Thunberg, and welcome to the Bad Advice Podcast. With me, as always, is Clark Crozer. Hello. Hello, Clark. How are you? Fucking cold. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Me too. It is cold here. It is cold in LA. Yes. And I mean, it is December. Yeah. So it's okay. (laughs) It's appropriately cold. Yeah. And, uh, But I mean, I was just in Vermont. Yeah. But it is cold cold. here. Last night. Yeah. I I told you that I lost my computer for a week. Yeah. And a whole week, which means I didn't work real hard to find it, (laughs) even though it was very pressing. (laughs) Yeah, right. Um, I realized it was at my, I used the find my everything app. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. And I saw it was at my dad's house. Okay. And I don't do anything till way late at night because I can't be bothered. Sure. So I went out at like, you know, 1 a.m. Okay. Just go sneak. I told my dad I was coming. <laughs> okay. Like, if it sounds like someone's breaking into your house right. to steal a computer. Don't get the shotgun. Don't shoot. <laughs> um, But I went out to go get it and my car was covered with ice. Really? My, the top of my car was covered with ice. Ice, not yeah. even just kind of the frost that you can like write in. Right. And then I, uh, and so was my windshield. Huh. And I'm like, oh, I don't know what to do. Oh, yeah, exactly. I just it's not started like we have the scrapers. car. Yeah, I started the car and then I gave it a minute and then I just, um, you know, put the windshield wipers on, which were like, gizu, gizu. Right. They didn't know what was happening <laughs> right, either. Right. They're like, you don't use me at all. <laughs> All of a sudden, you're wanting this from me? Yeah, exactly. Um, but then that kind of, and I used like the little liquid. The whoosh, oh, sure. Um, and finally that cleared up. And then I'm like, but I can't see. And I'm like, just turn the defroster on. <laughs> anyway, this nice. is um, car talk. Yeah. With... <laughs> well, hey, I can I can uh, match that because okay. uh, it wasn't more than a day or two ago. I think it was yesterday morning. 
um, that I was taking Lex to school uh, at 745, 750 mm -hmm. in the morning. And we pull out of the garage and we turn and I look at our house and our entire lawn is frosty, Ooh. like white tipped frosty grass. And I was like, Lex, look. And he's like, yeah, no. <laughs> and I'm like, buddy, this is as close as we get to snow yeah, here. Right? And he goes, why? I'm like, uh, you know, well, <laughs> the way our planet is positioned in regards to the sun. Let me tell you about gl uh, global climate yeah. change. Well, there's this guy, Al Gore, and <laughs> I just can't get into it. Just look at the fucking lawn and be enthused, will you? He's like, so yeah, it yeah. is very cold. It is. It is very cold for us. Very and it cold. was. I mean, it was when I drove to my dad's house. It was thirty-seven degrees. Wow. Yeah, when I went out and got my car iciness, and huh. it was thirty-seven degrees, which that's, is legit. That's pretty fun here in LA. We yeah. don't usually get that. Uh, get that cold. It is legit. Yeah, but everything else is going okay. Christmas time, everything's fun. Yes, everything is good. I did. I spoke on the show last week about. You know, my friend whose husband passed away right. and she, I, you know, she hung to, to reiterate because I don't remember what I said. <laughs> you know, it's just been hard and it's the holidays and she put up a wreath. She got a wreath out oh, nice. and just kind of begrudgingly was like, I have to do something. <laughs> and she said, well, this is all the decorating we're going to do. And I'm Aww. like, oh, that's what you think. <laughs> but I did. It, you know, it was really great because I, of course, procrastinated. Sure, sure, sure. And so. Then when I finally got, I had to like really get into the garage to like pull out oh, yeah. this Christmas tree that was in all these different parts. It's a mm. fake tree. Okay. And I don't know how yours works. Yeah, mine's but fake this true. Was, I know, I know it's fake, but this one is called a hook in tree. Oh. So you hook in each individual oh, thing. Oh, each branch? Yeah, each branch. Wow. And so I just like put it all on the floor. <laughs> And it was like Chris was like, I need to build this bike before. Right, like Christmas Ikea. Yeah, I wanted her to come home and just it's there. And But another friend that I'd seen actually a few days ago said something really interesting. She goes, well, what if you put the tree up and then you guys decorate it together. Oh, there you go. And I was like, I'm I'm one for big romantic gestures Aww. though. So something for her to like, come in and see the tree. Right. Like that's my whole rom-com thing, even right. when it's just friends. <laughs> um, but, you know, the, uh, I'm struggling with this tree. I'm watching YouTube videos. Oh, no. I had the middle pole like the wrong way. Oh, no. I'm trying to hang them in and what, you know, and then I, I get it started and, but, but there's no time. I'm not going to get it done before she gets home okay. from school. She's a teacher. Right. So she starts really early. She gets home really early. Sure. So, but it was, she was, confused and <laughs> why is there a pole in my living she room she goes well no i already started to like build it okay okay but um i put some some on the top and some on the bottom <laughs> i have a feeling it's easier to build it all the way up right but once i figured out the color coding i was like let's do the yellow ones oh nice that was foolish oh no um <laughs> but so we ended up putting it together she was like that's very nice of you. Yeah. You know, and she said, what? You know, she said something and I was walking away and I said, because you're going to have lots more Christmases. So we're starting with this one. Yeah. Like I kind of do a no nonsense, like 
Because, because, because. Yeah. Because I said so. That's right, you, Christmas. It, it, right now, after having that shitty of a 2021, you yeah. need some new traditions. Yes. And we're going to start one right here. But then when I was in the middle, when she walked in, yeah. and I'm just like sweating, like <laughs> fucking crazy, and like struggling, like putting, I had already gotten in the rhythm of it. Okay. But it was just a lot of work. Right. And I said to her, what does Jesus have on you that you would do this every year? <laughs> so she just laughed. But we we decorated it all with my decorations that yeah. I have. So it's not the same tree. You know, right. it's like different and it's pretty. That and, isn't her, her dead husband's And it tree. was exactly. And it was really, um, it was just really nice. Good. So we ended up decorating uh, it together. So Okay. If this does become a tradition, however. Yes. I, I'm going to, I'm going to kind of insist that next year. You get, they're cheap. You could get a Christmas tree for like a hundred bucks. Uh-huh. But my Chris, every single Christmas tree I've ever had, every fake Christmas tree uh-huh. is three parts. Oh yeah. The bottom, the middle, the top. But Having then to do put they on, like squish they, down? They all just kind of like, almost like an umbrella. They just kind of fold up. Oh. They go into one big kind of like long cylindrical form. Okay. And then I put them right back into the big long box that they came in. Oh. So they okay. kind of fold up and get put away, but each individual branch, God damn, that must be well, exhausting. Yeah, it was like six around. On the bottom. On the bottom. It was six, I think it was six around on all the levels, and there was wow. like, you know, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H. Like eight eight levels because oh they were all color coded. Took me a while to be like color coded, okay, and yeah. the numbers and the letters. But it was. I'm really glad I did it, and and it's really pretty. That's awesome. I'm very ha- glad you did it. So I made good. But just next time, make life a little easier on yourself. Yes. Uh, but you know, I'm very happy that you got it done, and yeah. it sounds like she really appreciated and it's Christmassy, it. Christmassy, yeah. and her dogs didn't even like tear it apart oh that's good too this is the dog that ate your passport this is the dog yeah the red dogs the dog that ate my passport who's a crazy man (laughs) who i love to chew on his cheek he's so great and um he has no idea ever that he's doing anything wrong while we we were yelling we're (laughs) the dogs eat poop which is completely normal whatever but we were outside sitting at the table outside and he's like sniffing around poop and, and we're like Dash, Dash, get away from there. And he just looks at us like dopey. And then he goes back to it. Oh, no. And we yell at him again. This is why he has no idea anything is wrong. He picked up a a piece of poop and brought it to us. Oh, no. He's like, well, did you want some? Oh, my God. And then he came into the living room and just dropped a big piece of poop. Kind of like, look what I got you. I feel like the best word for this dog is dopey. He is. That is such a perfect word for him. He's so dopey and he's so handsome (laughs) and he's so sweet. But it's like, yeah. So that dog we were worried might be like, well, this is for me to tear (laughs) down. I like chewing on glass bulbs. Individual one at a time. He starts pulling off every (laughs) single branch with his mouth. Yes. But no, it's been it's been really good. That's great. I'm I'm very very happy. But, you, you know, technically it's still hasn't hit Christmas for us, but for our audience, we've just passed Christmas. Yes. And we're about to get into New Year's. Do you have any New Year's plans for this year? I have zero New Year's plans. We do too. We have nothing planned. I I have a feeling that 
some friends will get together like a sober deal. Sure. I don't know what or why. Mm. And I I was just thinking about that before. Like, I don't have, there's always this pressure. Like, what are we going to do New Year's Eve? Yeah. When Harry met Sally, right. New Year's Eve. And so it would, and it usually would be, I had one really depressing, like literally depressed mm. New Year's Eve years ago. And I was just like at home watching whatever, feeling gross. And yeah. I was like, whatever. Ugh. But so then it's been like, you have to have something to do on New Year's Eve. Yeah. Now, meanwhile, I don't want to go out. I don't yeah, want to yeah, drink. That's the thing. I don't want to see people. No, you don't, don't want to go, go to a, a party. party. No, no, you know, no. But still, it's like, what? I have to have an activity. Yeah. Or see, that's sad. But New Year's Eve sucks. Yeah. So, you know, I'm I'm fairly sure something will come up. Yeah. With some friends. Sure. But ideally, it will be small and quiet. Yes. I would prefer that as well. That's yes. that's amazing. All right. Well, um, I think we've uh, we've talked a little, a little bit here. It's time though to help some people out. We have some fans, okay. and they have some questions, and they need some uh, some bad advice. So I got plenty of that. I figured, why not? Uh, let's start out with our first question: Is Leslie? Hi, Leslie. And Leslie says, "Hi, LB. <laughs> perfect. First off." I just wanted to say how much I love the podcast. I have a stupid commute to work and listening to you and Clark makes it actually enjoyable. My only complaint is I wish it was more than once a week. Anyway, I need some advice about my job. I've been working for a small private practice for about a year and a half. And for the most part, I love my job. I work in the creative arts therapy field. I recently received a promotion to a management position which is very hard to come by in my line of work. I've always wanted to be able to move up, but never had the opportunity until now. I'm really happy with the work I'm doing, but the morale at my job has been declining lately. We've lost three employees within the last couple of months after a meeting about growing the business. The way it was presented really rubbed people the wrong way, myself included, to an extent. But at the end of the day, I have to remind myself it is a business and it does need to grow to survive. But with each person leaving, I'm getting more and more put on my plate and I'm feeling overwhelmed. I am notoriously a worst case scenario type person. And I am so worried with the three employees leaving, others will follow suit and I will be stuck with more on my plate. I'm trying to manage everything to the best of my ability, but I fear burnout is coming. What should I do? Oh, my, Leslie. Leslie. So, I guess Leslie could be a man or a woman. Yeah. I'm kind of guessing it's a woman. Okay. I don't know why. Sure. Because all people with jobs are women. Sure. First of all, Leslie, I'm so glad you like the podcast. Yay. Um, that makes me and Clark very happy. Absolutely. And... I'm not giving you more than one a week. I only have so much to give. Um, but I but I really appreciate that. Yeah. Thank you. And uh, I also will say uh, our old episodes are, are really amazing. Uh, double, triple listens. You oh, can listen yes. to them over and over again. You have to go back and listen for the hidden words that point to the treasure. You have to anyway. get like a beautiful mind. <laughs> Montage with a cork board and the strings (laughs) that go from picture to picture. (laughs) Well, Baggy is always in the room. And then this, yeah. (laughs) Um, So, 
I should say, we're going to say, actually, this is the first podcast we've done without Bagheera yeah. bags, uh, Clark's Labrador in the room yep. because they are at the groomers being held hostage and they're being held hostage because <laughs> <laughs> they only take cash yep. and Clark didn't have cash. And so, I mean, if we, I hope we get him back. <laughs> I'm sure we will. My my wife is out right now running some errands and she's at the dentist. Yeah, she's going to. I'm sure when she's done, she'll head over and get the dogs fine. You know what, but... though? When you went in there, did they see you? <laughs> yes. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty bad. That's... I was. I oh. almost wanted you to come with me to get the dogs, but then they would have gone nuts because yeah. every time they see you, their heads explode. Yeah. I would have traded her my diamond ring for the dogs. (laughs) I wouldn't have been able to leave. But speaking of me coming with you. Yeah. This isn't really advice, although I don't know. (laughs) Leslie, I would love to come to your office. Oh, yeah. To augment morale. I would do a good job. There would be some like games and fun stuff and like really looking at the work and how to make it more fun and dynamic in there. And I, I'm just thinking of all the ways that growing the business could have been put out there that rubbed people the wrong way. Yeah. Like was your your boss, like everyone make three Tinder connections. (laughs) Right. The growing the business part was so confusing to me because that's like, Every business wants to grow and get yeah. bigger and better. So a, a meeting that's about making or growing the business, scaring off three people. Yeah. It's like, what did they do? Does she, does she work in the Illuminati ex, uh, area of the creative arts field? Do you work in the uh, housing of the uh, promotions for Scientology? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Now, how can we work these old posters into something new? <laughs> Mission how, Impossible 7. How odd is it yeah, that that's growing really, the business really would scare weird. off an employee? Well, yeah, I mean, I, I can assume it's like, well, you guys aren't doing enough work. Or right. You don't look happy enough. Right. I don't look happy Be enough. Be happier. But also a big part of this, and this happens all the time, and it sucks, is yes, people leave work. And then I don't know if, you know, hopefully they are in the process of, I speak to a lot of Canadians. And mm. so I say process. Oh. <laughs> I speak to a lot of Canadians and I listen to a lot of Ricky Gervais. Oh, yeah. So it's, I always feel like such a douchebag, but it's just natural now. Yeah, yeah. I hope they're in the process of hiring more people because yeah. that's what happens is you have confident competent people yeah and it's like oh well you can handle this you can handle this you can handle this and then you're like well now my morale is shot yeah exactly now that i'm buried buried. you know so um i hope they're at least looking to hire people and if you have an hr you know it's a little private practice so it's probably small right but you might if you're comfortable mention to your boss who rubs people the wrong way (laughs) like People are leaving. I don't want to leave. I love the work I do, but I need some help. I can't do four people's jobs. Right. Well, um, just, you know, in the few years that I've worked in an office, I'm wondering whether Leslie could approach either HR or the boss, whatever mm-hmm. it is, and just flat out say, hey, I really want to uh, have a say in who we hire to replace Blah, blah, blah. Ah. Would you mind if I was part of the process of hiring the new, you know, whoever's filling that spot? And he said, you didn't turn in your Tinder connections. (laughs) 
Now go be Morales. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just, um, it's a shitty thing. And then who knows if these, you know, the coworkers are people you liked right. or, you know, but it's low morale is the fucking worst. And it doesn't matter what you're doing, what kind of job it is, what you're making, what you're producing. No. If you're amongst people you like, you have a good job. Yeah. If you're amongst assholes and idiots, your job is just the worst. But it's also the job of the boss yeah to create yes the atmosphere Absolutely. you know so that's what's troubling is her going like he talked about growing the business and everyone left yeah you know it's like what clark and i used to work as you know at an ad agency right as copywriters and i come in just like and clark was <laughs> guilty of this yeah. a lot yeah it was kind of stark yeah. And like white and metal, but not in a good way. Yep. And it was just kind of like a bummer in there. But I come in and I'm like, what's up, everybody? And, you know, talk to this girl that sat next to me and she went on a trip to see her boyfriend. But then she got sick. And I was explaining this. To some, somehow that chickie came up mm. and I was like, you know, yeah, she went to visit her boyfriend in San Francisco. And you're like, why do you know that? Yeah, exactly. Because like, I'm not an asshole, Clark. And I talk to the human <laughs> beings directly around me. That's true. But that was, that was difficult for me. Yeah. And especially just inscrutable to me to have this kind of dour mm -hmm. um, vibe in a creative environment. environment. Yeah, yep. I really didn't get it. No, I didn't um, either. And I didn't put up with it. I still was like, whatever, yeah. saying all my jokes and, you know, hi button and la 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 la. Mm -hmm. But um, so it is up to the boss or the manager, whoever's running the floor. Right. To really, you know, I'm a huge proponent of leading by example. Yes. Because obviously the overall fix to your question, Leslie, is uh, wacky hat day. <laughs> Casual Friday, wacky hat day. Sure. Uh, Cinco de Mayo party <laughs> in November. <laughs> but um, if you have any ideas also for something that might help and you feel like you can voice that yeah. like put it in the suggestion box yeah oh i really want to know what went on in that meeting about growing the business yeah me leslie, too right back oh yeah there you go okay here's the thing leslie seriously <laughs> write back and let let me know what that was and yeah. if you don't want us to talk about it on the air we won't yeah and tell me where you work because i will fucking show up <laughs> with a muffin basket and just walk it like throw both doors open right and just i i mean i would really do that That's so true. write us back leslie please <laughs> yes please i i would love to hear back we I, we can give you a more specific uh advice if you give us more specific details to go yes. by. So uh, hopefully that helps Leslie. Uh, and like we said, please write us back and we'll let you know more.
Uh, but we're going to move on to our next question of the day. And our next question is from Instagram. Ooh. And his this, name is Instagram? Uh, no, the name, I'm, I'm saying it's from Instagram because the name is Turquoise Duran. Okay. And I just want to make sure that you understood that his name wasn't really Turquoise. So, uh, yeah, here's, here is Turquoise Duran. Hello, Lori, Beth, and Clark. I would like to know how to get over feeling stressed out and inadequate at my family's Christmas. My dad's side of the family are Catholic, and they are so many of them. Aunts, cousins, second cousins, blah, 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 blah. Every Christmas morning, they all get together for breakfast and gift giving, where everyone opens presents. I'm fairly poor and can really only afford to get presents for a few family members, parents, step-parents, brother, and niece. Every year I dread going to Christmas with everyone and only giving a few people gifts. I've been told that it's okay and they want me to come anyway, but I always feel shitty about getting presents and not being able to give gifts in return. That's Turquoise Dream. Ah. Uh. I, this is a great question. I see why Clark threw it in, even though we're post-Christmas. We are post-Christmas. Because this will, you'll be in good stead for next Christmas. Yeah. This is really, I can really relate to this. And I have a, a few different thoughts. Um, one year, God, when I was in Orlando and we were filming all that. Okay. So it must have been season one or season two. Sure, sure, sure. I went to... I had gone to Carl's Jr. For some reason, I think it was the Carl's Jr. and Barstow, hmm. which is in between, dear listeners, Los Angeles and, <laughs> and Vegas. Vegas. Yeah. So, and I got there a plastic rainbow colored star shaped slinky. Okay, sure. And it was awesome. <laughs> okay. And I think we were butting again, up against the holidays. Okay. And so I got like 50 of them and now gave wait. one to everybody. You went shopping at a Carl's Jr.? I don't remember exactly what happened. If it was a slinky star, yeah. that was probably like a, a, a Happy Meal toy. Yeah. I know from... it was big. It was the size of like your palm. Right. Yes. And I will say this to everyone going, what? <laughs> There was no internet. <laughs> That's true. There was no internet as yeah. we know it today. Yeah, this is pre-internet. This is pre-Amazon. This yeah. is there might have been Amazon, but back, hey, history lesson. <laughs> Amazon started as an online bookshop. Exactly. Before it had before I was like, where can I get tweezers, crystal light, and batteries <laughs> right. delivered to me? Exactly. Um crystal light. Tweezers. That sounds like I'm building a bomb or something. <laughs> I believe in this bomb, I but I believe in me. Look out, Winter Olympics. <laughs> um. So anyway, I'd gotten these. You know, they weren't expensive. Mm. I did get like fifty or sixty of them. Sure. So that's a couple bucks. But if you're looking, you say you're fairly poor. Right. You can only afford to get presents for certain people. Mm -hmm. I would say it'd be fun and you get something for everyone okay. if you got something like the slinky something fun even like stress ball something 
little for everyone. Yeah. And then, you know, if you had then a certain person or, you know, or if it's like, well, I want to get something more substantial for the kids. Right. Or my parents or whatever it is. Then you could do that. But I think uh, a nice solution to feel as though you've kind of covered the fee. And by the way, I'm sorry your family is Catholic. (laughs) What a drag. You should just get them each condoms. Because it's enough. You should ask this question to the Pope and see if you can just like get him to budge a little bit. Um, But I think like people loved these slinkies. Mm -hmm. The boss came down like the huge executive boss with the slinky. Right. And somebody was like, you know, when he's playing with it, you know, it's it's good. good. Yeah. But they were just really fun. I would drop it and like let it bounce up like a yo-yo and try to catch it. Anyway, best slinky ever. (laughs) Um, And the other thing is, you know, and this is kind of a cliche and I'm not saying this, but like make the coupon book. Oh, yeah, like yeah, yeah. something, not that you want to do this for everybody, but if you don't have the money and you say, I do want to do something for that inner circle, right. parents, you know, grandparents, whatever. Right. Nieces, um, cousins, Yeah, whatever cousins. He, uh, he or she, you know, put in there. Right. You know, think of something that they need something they do mm. that you could do for them mm. you know it, a, a cho- and i don't mean like oh, i'll do the laundry but like i mean that could be it sure 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 you know if uh dad needs to mow the lawn mm-hmm. and it's like uh, and he doesn't love it you know be like i'm gonna do that for you you know it's not the idea you know, you know, Clark, <laughs> Christmas is so commercial, <laughs> but the, the thought, which is true. And mm-hmm. it's, it's not anyone who's anyone who's sitting there judging the amount of money you spent on a gift, yeah. you know, yeah. fuck them anyway. Yeah. And yeah. it doesn't sound like you're saying your family does that. It doesn't, it seems right. like they say, no, this is cool. Yeah. But you feeling this, I really understand the feelings that you're having. Yeah. Um, Turquoise, what's her name? Turquoise, Turquoise Duran, Duran, him yeah. or her. Yeah. So there's also this aspect to like, incredible thoughtfulness mm-hmm. of saying what's something my mom does that's hard right that i could just do for her or help her with or just help these people and then you're spending time with them totally so those are my two ideas okay i have a third idea all right and even though this is my idea is it robbing a bank clerk it's technically your idea okay this is i'm getting from you yes and my history with you oh <laughs> So this is what I'm going to say. I think, Turquoise Duran, you should just go to the goddamn supermarket. Go to the supermarket and get one piece of food for each person. I, every time I was in a play, every time Lori Lori Beth would come and see me do perform at Universal or whatever it was, Normally, people would bring flowers, bouquets, and something like that. She would only bring me cans of, like, Chef Boyardee ravioli <laughs> or uh, SpaghettiOs. Yes, Campbell's Soup. Campbell's Soup. She would find something out of her kitchen and just bring it to me. And it was the funniest fucking thing every single goddamn time. <laughs> so this is what I'm going to tell you. Go to the market. Buy your cousin, the specific cousin, a bag of, uh, you know, cool bugles. ranch. Yeah, bugles. 
right? Buy specific cheap nonsense things yes. and wrap them and give them to everybody. <laughs> You'll spend all of maybe 50, 60 bucks at the market, but it will give you so many funny presents yes. when somebody's opening up you know, uh, uh, a can of Miracle Whip. <laughs> it's gonna be hilarious. I'm telling you. Yes, that's, and you could even do the 99 cent store yeah. to like bring down the price. But let's not and, forget, yeah, Clark, yeah. the time that I um, put in a box all the DVDs I had borrowed <laughs> from you, wrapped it up really nicely yeah. and gave it to you for your birthday. Yeah, that was good too. That was good too. And I like that. Awesome. It was even double awesome because people, when you were opening it, it's like box sets of Futurama. They're like, wow. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm a really good friend. <laughs> so yeah, that, that's a good one too. Okay. But I, I like it. I just thought that was too funny. Yeah, just to do uh, some Christmas shopping at the market. Yeah. But as far as that feeling of inadequacy or it like, I am not putting emotions in your mouth, but yeah. for me, inadequacy, embarrassment, shame, like, you know, feeling outside of things, feeling like a charity case, right. you know, whatever. If they're your family and things are good, it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. If you are a meth head that is stealing from them <laughs> right. and that's the reason you don't have right. money for gifts yeah. and you're just like, you know, casing what they're getting and seeing how much you can score. Right. You know, but if you, you know, if it's just a thing and they're saying, it's okay, we understand. We just want you here. Yeah. You really have to kind of drown your, your shame thinking and your inadequacy thinking in that kind of reality yep i agree that's very good advice all right well let's move on um we are going to move on i'm very excited <laughs> this is i'm so excited about this one we're moving on to our rotating segment of the week and this is a new one we are starting a brand new rotating segment here on bad advice and i'd like you all to welcome a brand new guest to our show LB Domus. It's time to take a trip to the future. It's LB Domus. Okay. All right. So, LB Domus is a fortune teller. Yes. A, a person that can see the future. And we have her here today. LB Domus, thank you for joining us. I am so pleased to be here, and I knew this would happen. Uh, I'm sure you did. Um, well, we don't have too much time, okay. LB Domus. Yes. So I'd like to specifically get to, we have some questions that we've been, uh, we've asked our, our audience, and these these are kind of some of the questions that we're getting back. So I'd okay. like to, to get your thoughts on the future and what the, the predictions of 2022, now that the world is walking slowly, hesitantly into 2022, we have a couple questions here. Let's start out with a, a fairly easy one. Um, what will the number one movie of the year be in 2022? In 2022, the biggest movie will be a movie of Shrek based on the musical okay. Shrek that was based on the movie. <laughs> okay. And then after that, yeah. there will be a musical based, <laughs> based on, on the new Shrek movie <laughs> and it'll be like a mirror looking into a mirror forever, <laughs> but it will be like a game of telephone. I love it. So by 10 iterations in, it's going to be about like a high class call girl. <laughs> 
who moves to a small town. Named Shrek. And finds, exactly. Right. And finds her, yeah, exactly. Shreky. Shreky. <laughs> and, you know, she wants to change her life. She meets a donkey, but it doesn't go <laughs> yeah, the no. way you think. No, no, no. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. Oh, I love that. That sounds great. That sounds great. Okay, uh, here's another question for you. Uh, will there be another COVID variation in 2022? And if there is, what will it be called? Ah, uh, it will be called COVID 3D. Oh! The COVIDing. Oh, <laughs> the COVIDing. It will be called the COVIDing. Nice. Specifically in 3D. Will Will the virus be in 3D? Yes. Nice. You will be able to see <laughs> the particles. Oh, wow. Because, I mean, this is something that LB told me. Sure, sure, sure. Get fucking vaccinated, you pieces of idiot <laughs> shit. But as it moves on, right? The, even the virus will be like, really? What else do I have to do? So the actual like little molecules right. will be visible. Visible they molecules. Will come at you in. 3D. 3D. Oh my God, that sounds terrifying. Yes. Um, but uh, how is the world going to respond to another year of COVID? Well, this is a secret. Oh, but oh. I'm telling you. Okay, okay. What's going to happen yeah. is that everyone who has been fully vaccinated. Yes. The chips in our brains yes. will activate. Oh, finally. And each person who has been vaccinated yeah. will start to amass Bitcoin. Oh, wow. There will be an automatic Bitcoin account set up. It will randomly generate. Wow. Just, we're not doing anything. No, you're and just. This is going to a improve the lives of people. Nice. That have gotten vaccinated. Nice. They're feeling better. They're doing better. They're making Bitcoin. They're making Bitcoin. Uh, they're healthy and rich. Yes. And that is going to stimulate the economy. <laughs> wow. It is going to change things. I love that. That's amazing. Yeah. Okay. Um. Uh. Here's another one. Elon Musk was just named as Times Man of the Year. So who will be the Times Man of the Year in 2022? Aha. Uh -huh. So Elon Musk. Yeah. Which is a terrible last name. It is. Elon Musk will be Times Man of the Year. And to celebrate, okay. he will shoot himself in another spaceship up into space. Ooh, in a rocket. Nice. But he will get stuck up there. Oh, no. He'll be all alone. Okay. So what will happen is the entire government will get together. Okay. And get the cast from Armageddon. Nice. To go up there and save him. Nice. They. I like that they don't get the Apollo 13 crew. They no. just go straight to Armageddon. Straight to Armageddon. We but... got Bruce Willis. <laughs> we need uh, Ben Affleck. We need Ben Affleck. Nice. As they're preparing. Yeah. The head of HR at Nabisco. Yes. Dennis Baston. Yeah. Will stop. <gasps> and will say loudly do we want this fucker back <laughs> okay and everyone will go no wow and the 2022 
Man Times of the year. Man of the Year is Dennis Baston, head of HR at Nabisco. Wow, that is amazing. It sets, I mean, that exhausted me seeing wow, that. Wow, that is so specific. Yeah, I was going to say, it's the details that leave me exhausted. Yeah, man, that's pretty amazing. Okay, uh, we're running out of time here, so I'm just okay. going to throw some names at you, and then you just give me like a, a really quick prediction, just like a couple okay, words, okay? okay. All right, here we go. Uh, let's do uh, Ariana Grande. Pregnant. Okay, uh, let's do Stephen Colbert. President. Oh. And oh. pregnant. <laughs> nice. Because science is going to science the shit out of stuff. Sure, sure. And probably making lots of Bitcoin through his head. <laughs> um, uh, number three, uh, Betty White. Astronaut. Oh, I love that. Okay, uh, four, we kind of been talking about him. Elon Musk. Elon Musk will be up in space yeah. masturbating okay. while gripping a D-cell battery. Okay. And Betty White will fly by and just pretend not to see him. Oh, I love that. But he'll that. see her. Right. And be left. Right. And he, she, he'd be like, oh, I want to be your friend. She's like, thank you for being a friend, but no. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. And then what about what about our show here? What about Bad Advice, Lori Beth Denver? What what's going to happen with us in 2022? It is going to be strong. It is going to continue. Nice. But the only difference will be that Lori Beth will record her part from prison. Oh, wow. That's good. That's some amazing prediction. She goes some bad places. Wow. Oh, my God. Well, I'm very curious to find out more, but. We're out of time. So uh, we've got to say goodbye to LB Damas. Thank you so much. We appreciate all of the the, the predictions and, and the, your soothsaying. Uh, do you have anything else you want to tell the people? Uh, I would like to say to you personally. Oh, yeah. As of tomorrow. Yeah. Do not eat the yogurt in your refrigerator. Oh, okay. Uh, I'll make sure to do that. I will throw it out right now. All right. Thank you so much. And uh, that is... LB Domus. Thank you so much. Oh, okay. Um, what, a, what a fun what thing. Hey, I just oh, got hey. back. Oh, welcome back, LB. Oh, <laughs> nice to see you. Did you see LB Domus? She was just, she just left. Oh, no. You oh. know, people, we never get seen in the same place. <laughs> so weird. Uh, but it's good timing that you got back here because yes. it is time for our final question of the day. Okay. Um, and our final question of the day today comes from somebody named Perry. Oh, and Perry says this question has probably been asked before, but as a result of current U.S. politics, the pandemic, global climate change, there are many days when I feel angry and scared or just hopeless. Do you have any advice on things I can do to get by other than seeking therapy, which I'm in the process of doing? That's Perry. Perry. Thanks for your question, Perry. Yeah. Thanks for your Werner Herzog existential gray <laughs> field of thought. Yeah, that's um, true. I mean, I'm right there with so many people are right there with you. That on many days when I feel a I can't do it. I was <laughs> trying to read it as a German accent. Yes. I can't do it. Feel but um, yeah, I'm right there with you. Ooh. And you, it, when I look at 
the totality of things. Yeah. Like just you were like, what about the ruined politics, earth burning and COVID <laughs> yeah. killing a million people a day? Exactly. Well, what do I do? Hey, just cheer up. Oh, Perry, have you gone for a walk today in the sunshine? <laughs> oh. Yeah. So it's oh. the totality and, of it is overwhelming. And let me just add on top of that. Not, this isn't something that Perry is put in the question, but it's also winter time and everyone kind of gets a little bit more down in the winter and we're all being forced to stay inside because it's so cold all the time. So it's just generally a depressing time of the year to add all these three to it. It's just rough. Yeah. But rough. Uh, so it's overwhelming. It's yeah. too big. It's yeah. too big. For, I can't do. I mean, let's not get me wrong. I can do things, smaller things. And that's what we'll talk about in a minute. Yeah. But I can control me and my surroundings to an extent that doesn't mean I do it. Right. It doesn't mean, you know, there's plenty of days, especially recently. It does have to do with the holidays. It does have to do with the yeah. friggin' time change. Yeah. You know, where I'm like, I just can't be bothered. Yeah. That's why it took me a week to find my computer. <laughs> right. Seriously. Like, I really need, I need to write a wedding that's going to happen in a couple weeks. Yeah. I, in, in Vegas, actually. Yeah. Maybe oh, nice. I'll stop in Barstow hey, and see hey. if they have any slinkies. Yes. But I was just like, like, I just can't be bothered. Oh. And, um, but I do have some control over that, obviously. And I I love that Perry was like, except go to therapy, tell that to people, right. you know, but if you are overwhelmed, <laughs> depressed, yeah. hopeless, all that yes. kind of stuff, talk to a therapist, yes. maybe to a doctor, yes. maybe to medication, if that's what it is. But this doesn't seem like the black hole of depression. This is Perry going like, what the fuck? Yeah, the world is shit. How you do know? you deal with it? Yeah. And the way... That's a very good thing that you just said. The world is shit. Yeah. Because not all of it is. Right. And when I am just ruminating and focused on everything bad, you know, I need some I need someone else, right. friend of mine, whatever, my therapist, yeah. to say to me, it, it, it's not. Right. Get your shit together. Right. Get your head in the game because Every single thing in your life is not shit, is right. not fruitless, right. is not, you know, a struggle. So, Perry, I would say look around, look around your own home, look around your own um, life. Yeah. And see, A, you can be like, okay, let me find some let me find some things that are good. Let me find some gratitude for things. That's a big deal right. in the in the sober community is mm. like, make a gratitude list, which mm. usually makes me roll my eyes. I like to do an anti-gratitude list oh, no. where I just write down just a list of everything that's bought. And it, and it can be like, you know, it'll be like, I need to do the dishes, all the things that are spinning in my head, sure. and making my shoulders go up. Sure. I need to do the dishes. I need to do the laundry. My ex-boyfriend is a piece of shit and I'm right. angry about it. Still. Right. I need to pay the phone bill, you know, like overarching big, you know, concepts and and problems and situations that are just weighing on your weighing shoulders me down yeah. and little stuff that I'm just like I didn't fucking do that and then right. I feel pissed at myself and feel bad and then get more slothful and like well Candy Crush will fix this <laughs> ah, right. 
right. But so that's my anti-gratitude list. Okay. But what's great about that, and that gives me the opportunity to still be negative and pissed off <laughs> and fucking sad yep. and yep. all of that shit. Yep. Um, but on that list, there are tangible things that I can do. Right. So my anti-gratitude list then kind of turns into a to-do list. A to-do list. And even just making those, you know, and it believe me, do the dishes has been has in the past plagued my mind and been a little buzzing fly for weeks, for months. Sure. And that, you know, I'm I'm the uh the proud owner of the brain that worries about something for a year that takes 10 minutes to do. <laughs> right. Right. So when I have the anti-gratitude list, which is not make you have to be chipper and <laughs> cheerful, you know, it can solidify, it solidifies for me some stuff that I can take action on yeah, to make me feel productive, to make me feel a little bit better. But I don't want for normal people that don't turn everything extraordinarily negative. Like I do, (laughs) you could do a gratitude list and just even, you know, and, and I've had to do this as well, which is like a huge eye roll. So to be like, I'm grateful I have feet. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm, it doesn't have to be big stuff. Right. But it just it doesn't can, have to be accomplishments. It can shine a dim light yes. on just a few things that, you know, are are obliterated by, you know, us sitting here going like, COVID's not going anywhere. Right. And the earth is burning and no one's helping because... Blah, blah, blah. Politics. Right. Well, Uh, I also feel like if you were, let's say you were making the anti-gratitude list, uh like you were saying, don't you should put on there the pandemic and politics and global climate change. Even if, you know, you're saying that it becomes a to-do list, you don't have to feel like you have to fix everything on that anti-gratitude list. Yeah. But I do feel like psychologically, if you have a list that includes pandemic, global climate change, and, you know, my tires are bald yeah. and you're like, well, at least I could go get my tires changed. Precisely. Like, at least you feel like I'm admitting I'm not blinding myself to the truth of what's out there and how shitty things can get. However, I'm doing my part to make myself and my world a little bit better. Yes. And that is the awesomeness of it yeah. is that it is huge overwhelming things that like I can't necessarily do it. Well, but that's another point I want to make, you know, concepts, you know, something that happened 30 years ago, that's bothering me. Sure. You know, global war. Let's get back to calling it global warming. Yeah. I'm fine with Uh, that. You know, global war, COVID, whatever it is, the to-do list, the things I can immediately, I write that email I need to write to this person, you know, fold the laundry I washed, whatever it is. But then you can also, Perry, look at those bigger things and say, what can I do? Yeah. You know, what can I volunteer for or donate money to if you have it? But volunteering so much better. For a cause organization situation that is working. Yes. On global warming. Yeah. You know, could I... 
you know, is there a organization, something that's putting out information about COVID? Do they need help stuffing envelopes? Right. I'm, I'm old because do <laughs> yeah. they need help stuffing, stuffing emails? emails. <laughs> you know, whenever or text I lick, messaging people or something. When, whenever I, I lick the uh, gluey part of an email, it just takes... <laughs> This tastes uh, awful. Uh, then try to get it to shut. <laughs> and I put some tape over my computer screen. Because um, even the bigger stuff that just I feel so helpless about and I feel so impotent right. to do anything. Yeah. It's affecting me every day still. It really is. So what can I do to just address it to the best of my ability. Yeah. You know, yeah. work at an animal shelter. Like volunteering yeah. goes a long way. He, Perry didn't bring up the whole, uh, the crisis of animals. Yeah, it's true. But, you know, just, I mean, part of it is like a change of scenery. Yeah. Part of it is a change of intention and a yeah. change of action. Yeah. But just because it's not as just because I can do the dishes in 20 minutes, but I cannot fix global warming right. in 20 minutes. I can still see how I can reach out and add my time yeah. and add my passion to helping people that are helping that are helping that are helping. And you know what? Here's here's my point of view on this. If you put down global climate change and you go do something that like you're saying volunteer or you're you're going and you're being with people and yeah. you're doing something you get to, help to cross the it off the list you do <laughs> you get to cross it off your list because you did something yes. you get to dust your hands yes well that's done as silly as it sounds no, you're right. i feel like that's an important thing is that you could cross that off your list yeah. if you are doing stuff. Yeah. So I am a big fan of the anti-gratitude list. I love the anti-gratitude list. That's yep. an amazing idea. All right, man. Well, that's that was that's a fantastic. Good luck, Perry. Good luck. And um, if global warming is fixed tomorrow, I'm going to just assume it was you. <laughs> exactly. Good job. Um, all right. Well, that was it. We uh, we just finished our last question of the day. And Ooh. actually, you know. That's the last question of 2021. It is. We've, everybody. We've wrapped up 2021. Thank you for spending 2020 with us. Yeah, 2021. Oh, it was 2021. Yeah, oh, geez. <laughs> Thank you for spending 2021 with us. It's yeah. been nice getting back into the world a little bit with all of you. Absolutely. Please be safe. And, you know, I... I don't drink. I'm sober. So I'm always the one to say, if you need a ride, if you're <laughs> drunk, call me and pick me up. You yeah. won't be in trouble. Yes. But just really have a lovely New Year's Eve, everybody. Yeah. And be safe. Yeah. Don't have survived COVID. Right. Only to, like, to smash die. into a tree. Exactly. Drunk off your ass, blowing good a Lord. sparkly horn. <laughs> oh, good. Wow. I just, I'm all sparkles and positivity. <laughs> you are. I really want to thank you guys for listening to the show, for supporting us. Yeah. And have a great, great New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. And the rest of your year. I hope 2020, 2022 is fantastic for yes. all of you out there. 
Uh, if you have any questions in 2022 or decisions that are weighing heavily on you, please send them to us and let LB ease your burden. Send us your problems at AskLoriBeth.com. Go follow us on all the socials at AskLoriBeth or just leave us a message with your voice at 1-855-336-2374. That's 1-855-D-E-N-B-E-R-G or 1-855-Denberg. And you can find me at LB Denberg on Instagram, at Lori Beth Denberg on Twitter, and at the Lori Beth Denberg fan page on Facebook. Yeah. And you can uh, book me for a New Year's Eve party treat. Right. You can book me for a personalized video. I still love the idea of somebody uh, paying for you to do the countdown. Yes. Send me in. Countdown. It's just me going 10, 9. Like I do. I really toss it off. But then you like mess up. Yeah. (laughs) You forget four. Six. God damn it. (laughs) Will this year never end? (laughs) Uh, You can book me for a personalized video for a friend, loved one, or hated enemy. Hey, break up with your boss. Hey. Tell him you're leaving. Leslie? Leslie, if you want to quit. Yeah. Go out with style. (laughs) And book me for a personalized video at cameo.com slash Lori Beth. Yeah. All right. We will talk to you guys next week. Have fun. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Bad Advice stars Lori Beth Denberg and Clark Crozier. The show is produced by me, Jeremy Balin, and part of the Seltzer Kings Network. Our theme song is written and performed by Natty Ward. If you or someone you love is in need of some bad advice, you can submit your own question on our socials, all of which are Ask Lori Beth or on our website at AskLoriBeth.com. Or for a nostalgic twist, you can call 1-855-DENBERG. That's right, 1-855-336-2374 and leave your question there. Thanks for listening. Thank <laughs> you.